Welcome to the Equip Podcast. Here you'll find conversations from people of all different walks of life, sharing their experiences, the things the Lord has taught them, and things to equip you. Equip is based on Ephesians 4, 11 through 13, that talks about equipping God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. That is our goal here, to build you up and equip you through seasons of ups and downs in life. Welcome back to another episode of the Equip Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Gibson, and today I'm joined by Riley Claxton and Avery Carey. Riley is married to Colton Claxton, and they have a sweet baby girl, Collins. Avery is a senior in high school and, unfortunately, planning to attend Texas A&M when she graduates. Today, Riley and Avery are here to talk about mentoring. So mentoring is a concept that we see outlined in Scripture and especially a biblical mandate for women to mentor other women. And in Titus 2, 3-5, it says, In the same way, older women are not to be reverent in behavior, or are to be reverent in behavior, not slanders, not slaves to excessive drinking. They are to teach what is good so that they may encourage the young women to love their husbands and to love their children, to be self-controlled, pure, workers at home, kind, and in submission to their husbands, so that God's word will not be slandered. This idea of mentoring can seem very formal and intimidating of a concept, but in reality, it's inviting someone into your life and sharing what God has taught you. So today, Riley and Avery are going to share what mentoring has looked like in their lives. Welcome, Riley and Avery. Glad you're here. (laughs) Happy to be here. I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay. It took a little convincing to get Avery here, but she's here and we're really excited. Um, So tell me, how did y'all first meet? So I actually coached Avery in middle school track, and then I moved away to Franklin to go teach somewhere else. And then anytime we just kind of stayed in touch and anytime I would come back to Fort Worth, we would go to breakfast or we'd go to lunch. And then she just kind of started asking questions about Jesus, what that looked like, how to really walk with the Lord. And um, I just noticed a maturity in her that was not normal of middle schoolers and just a desire to learn. And so we just kind of stayed in touch. So about how old are y'all? I'm 17. going, (laughs) (laughs) And I'm uh, 28. Okay. Basically 30, according to Avery. Yeah, it's, it's so close. Um, so this relationship has been happening for, what, five, six years? About? Yeah, I guess. It seems like a really long time. It does. <laughs> I love it. So how did this, like, mentoring relationship start? Like, was there a formal conversation, like, I want to be mentored, or was it more of just a natural progression over time? Um, it kind of formed as just a friendship uh, I could see Riley love Jesus, and I had no one in my life um, that I could look up to in that aspect. So I just started to ask the questions, like she was saying, and we got more close that way. And then it's there just wasn't a very specific conversation, but more of just um, we could we both knew. Yeah, that's great, and I love that your mentoring relationship really bonded over breakfast. Um, one, because that's the best meal of the day. It's my favorite. But also anytime food is involved, I feel like it makes everything better. Um, maybe that's just me. Um, but I think it does. So what has y'all's mentoring relationship looked like over the years? I think for me, it's looked like just inviting her into my life, which I think sometimes I think would be boring for a 17-year-old to figure out or hear about my life as a 28-year-old married woman. 
who seems to have a very boring life, but um, <laughs> inviting her in, just like letting her see what that looks like with Colton and our marriage and work and just how to be Jesus to the people around you. And then checking in on her, celebrating her, mourning with her, being sad with her, and then a whole lot of apologizing on my part because I don't know what I'm doing and I'm not kind all the time and I'm kind of rude and a little harsh. And um, and then a, a lot of accountability, a lot of laughter, I feel like. And she keeps me young and a lot of Slurpees. I love it. And y'all have Slurpees here today, which yes, is even better. Of course, we had, <laughs> had to. to. Yeah, Avery, what about you? Um, a lot of accountability, like Riley was saying, um, I have to be honest, which is a hard part of it, just being transparent and even just talking about everyday things, I think helps a lot when it comes to the bigger things, because it helps be more comfortable and a lot of sharing podcasts and Bible studies and little things like that. Well, and it builds trust with one another, right? which one thing that has been cool for me to see, because I do life with Riley day in and day out, and we do a connect group together, is like when Avery's in town, she's invited to game night. And so we'll do, my husband and I will do game night with the Claxtons. And so then we're like, okay, Avery, you got to come play in this game night because we need another person <laughs> and you're here and we like you. <laughs> or like Tuesday morning Bible study, you were in town for Tuesday morning Bible study. And so Riley brought you with her. And so it's been cool for me to get to see how there isn't like this, let me restructure my life around another person. It's let me just invite you into what I'm already doing and you can be a part of it and be welcomed and you belong here. And so that's been really cool as an outsider looking in to get to see that in y'all's relationship. Um, So what do you feel like each of you have gotten out of this relationship? I've gained a lot of knowledge um, because Riley has gone through a lot of what I've gone through and can give me advice that I wouldn't hear from another 17 year old. Um, I'm, I, I'm better equipped now to make decisions that glorify God way better than I was five years ago, um, which comes with maturity, but also having someone to keep me accountable. And um, I can see what it looks like to live out a God-glorifying life. Um, so it's cool. Riley? Um, I think it's taught me a lot of humility. And I think a lot of having to live out the life that I'm asking her to live out. Mm. That's been one of the hardest things. Like if I'm asking her to get in, get up and do a Bible study? Am I doing it myself? Am I digging into the word? Am I finding community? Um, I'm also not trying to fix things. I think that I'm getting a early look into parenting of mm-hmm. like, I can't fix this for her. I can only point her to truth and pray for her. And I think that was another one was fervent, fervent prayer of just like, in praying for her every day and every situation that she's in and then um, watching her learn and mature. That's really exciting and fun and like things that I didn't see in her five years ago that I get to see play out now and not because of me, but that I got to play a part in. Yeah, that's really cool. Now, Riley, you knew Avery before you knew Colton. So when you and Colton got married, was it like, hey, this is a package deal? Um, (laughs) She's like coming with me? Or like, how did your husband respond to that as y'all have, as you have mentored her? That's so very cool. Avery and I did have a relationship before Colton came along. Um, But when we, 
got married, I feel like he just embraced it. They have a weird relationship. They're just funny and they joke all the time. And um, he, I feel like he definitely gives you a harder time than I do sometimes, which feels nice. It like makes me seem like the nice one, which is really <laughs> awesome and needed and necessary. But he honestly, I just I think he loves it and he loves getting to be a part of it to help her and to walk with her and she hates it, but it is nice to some, <laughs> not hates him, but hates the, um, bringing someone else into it. But it is nice to have a male perspective sometimes because I mean, we tend to be full of drama and emotion and he's like all emotion out of the game. Here's what needs to happen. Here's what we need to do. That's cool. And how you just, you're part of the family now. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. It's, it's really nice to, also have that image of like two parent figures kind of to watch out for me. Cause I didn't really have that growing up. So to see like a marriage and like them both value each other and me at the same time is really nice. That was really cool. He refers to her as our daughter. So I love that. <laughs> or sometimes he says your daughter. He's like, your daughter won't leave her room. <laughs> <laughs> he also has a, an affectionate nickname that he calls you. Oh, QJ. QJ. What does QJ stand for? Queen Junior, because obviously Riley is Queen Senior. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. it. Makes me so happy. Um, so Avery, what encouragement would you offer to someone who's wanting a mentor? Um, well, I think it's important to remember that it's something the Bible calls us to do. Um, and just to have someone walk through life with you, it can be intimidating to tell someone everything and be fully transparent, but it's so helpful to have someone check in on you when you aren't willing to ask for that. And, um, we weren't created to do this alone. So I think it's really important to have someone guide you when the world's telling you to go the complete opposite direction, which is really one of the beautiful things about the church and how the church has been set up. And this idea that we as the church are a body and we are called to help one another and work together with one another. So even though y'all live in two different towns and you don't attend the same, like, physical church building, you get to still be the church to each other and doing life together, which is really cool. Riley, what encouragement would you offer to someone who is wanting to be a mentor? I think that we think that we need to have it together before Mm -hmm. we can mentor someone. And I think that that might be my weakness is probably one of the greatest parts of our mentorship to be like, hey, the way that I reacted, that was rude. (laughs) And I am sorry. And being able to apologize to her and hopefully show her that Christians aren't perfect people. They are broken people that are just trying to pursue the Lord. And I think um, one of the biggest things that I wasn't ready for was that I'm going to learn just as much as she's going to learn through this. Mm-hmm. And I think of like Proverbs twenty-seven, seventeen: iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. And she thinks that just because she's 17, she's the one that's learning everything. But I feel like I've learned just as much, if not more, And it doesn't take a lot of work. It's just bringing someone along with you and giving them a glimpse into your everyday life. That's really cool. Um, Which I will say, one of the things that we continually hear from women in women's ministry is, I really want a mentor. We haven't heard as many of the, I want to be a mentor, but we're hearing the, I want a mentor. I want somebody who is a stage or two ahead of me in life who can kind of show me the ropes of, where they've been and where I'm headed. And so if you are local to Tyler and have interest in being mentored or want to be a mentor, um, definitely reach out to us. And if you're not local to Tyler, reach out to your local church. Um, 
I remember we had one guest on a podcast who was talking about how she was going through a hard time. So she emailed one of the ministers at their church and said, I'm going through a hard time. I need some friends. Please help. And they were like, great, let me point you to this mom's group um, or let me get you into Bible study. And so it's one of those things that reaching out to people is the first step, which can be really hard to do, but is really helpful in the long run. Um, anything else on mentoring or y'all's relationship that we missed that you want to share? I think we did along your same point. We talked about where you can find mentors and mentees and the church. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you're not plugged into a church, that's also not the only way yeah. to, I mean, this came from me teaching at her school and it's really just looking for adults in your life that are walking with Jesus and um, seeking that out. And the hardest thing is going to be asking for it or really just starting that relationship because I think Avery, correct me if I'm wrong, struggled a lot with like, she's not going to care. I'm 17. She's 28. She doesn't want to know what's going on in my life. She doesn't want to hear about all the drama of, at the time, a middle schooler (laughs) or a freshman in high school. And I think getting over that hurdle and then everything flows from there. Mm, That's really good. Well, and I love that when we were talking about how this relationship started, it was here is a woman who loves Jesus, and she's one of the only adults in my life that loves Jesus. And here is a girl who I'm noticing a maturity and a desire and a hunger for the Lord. Like it, it matches itself up. We just have to be looking for those people in our lives who love Jesus, um, and they're easy to spot. I mean, you find somebody in your life that you're like, I really admire you. It you can spot that. That's really cool. So I am so thankful that y'all came and shared your story about mentoring. Um, Our prayer for this episode is that mentoring would seem less intimidating after this conversation, that it's not this formal thing where you have to cook a five-course meal and have a whole sit-down conversation and spill all your life guts on the first time. Like It is a process of inviting someone into your life and to do life with you. Um, So thank y'all for being here today. Uh, There are two questions that we ask all of our guests on every episode. So what is something you're loving? And then what is something you're learning? So let's start with what is something you're loving? I'm loving being in Tyler. Um, I'm getting to enjoy my last moments with Riley without Collins, but I'm really excited for Collins to be here as well. Um, And I just really like um, having my um, people that pour into me around me for like the whole week. It's really awesome. It's the best summer break. Just it does yeah. great things. <laughs> I am loving having Avery here and I am loving nesting and just getting the house ready and trying as much as I can to prepare for a baby. And I won't be prepared, but I'm trying. <laughs> it's going to be great because <laughs> at the time that we're recording this episode, it's still summer and you just finished your nursery, didn't you? Yes, I did. And it's real cute. I can finally <laughs> take a breath and sit down. Except for Collins doesn't really like when I sit down. So stand up <laughs> or breathe well. It's fine. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. And then what is something you're learning? I am learning to ask for help. Um, it's something really difficult because I'm prideful and I don't want others to know that I'm struggling. But once you take that step, I think it makes everything a lot easier to have people check in on you and know that you need the help. Mm, that's really good. Riley? I am learning to give up control and all areas of my life with Collins, with Avery, with my marriage. Um, God loves all of those things a lot more than I ever could. So it's a good reminder. Um, girls, thank y'all for being here today and sharing your story. Thanks for having us. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to the Equip Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to be the first to know when a new episode drops. And follow us on social media to stay connected. We're at GABC underscore women. See you next time.